Catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know, heading into this Thursday morning, October 7th. I'm Elliot Trito, and this is The Point from WUFT News. Attendance for UF's homecoming game tomorrow is expected to have a huge turnout. Gainesville hotels, restaurants, and city residents plan to accommodate the influx of out-of-town visitors and locals on game days. I spoke with WUFT's Francesca Ferracci on how local businesses and residents get ready for a game day in Gainesville. So Francesca, one of the issues that you tackled in your article is parking. Why is this such a big issue? Parking downtown is crazy and people don't want to deal with the parking issues, so why why, like, why are the restaurants even busy? Because people don't want to deal with the parking issues. It's just a whole, like, kind of circle around thing, you know? So I look forward to hopefully people reading this article and understanding that just because it's game weekend here doesn't mean you can't come, but you just got to be prepared. You got to plan a few months in advance. As we all know, it's sometimes hard to find parking when you're attending an event like a concert or a game. Can you tell me about how a Gainesville resident named Elizabeth Scott said they stopped going to games because of how bad traffic can get? Yeah, so pretty much what she expressed to me, which is in the article, was just that there's too much traffic getting to the games and that she's experienced it. So she's like, it's time for me to just stay home now. And something I really liked, a great detail that she added was she also like just talked about how personally with me, like how she feels like the game weekends like are worth it like for a lot of people she doesn't want people to think when she's not going it's not worth it for her she just wants people to know like I've experienced it I've gone through it I know what I'm walking myself into so instead I'm going to stay home with my husband watch the game make a meal invite family and friends over one of Gainesville's local restaurants the swamp just reopened in a new location can you tell me about your conversation with Ryan Prodesky and his role in your story He's the owner of Swamp and he's been the owner of Swamp for his, like when it was the old Swamp too. So he was part of the renovation process and pretty much he kind of gave me his expected numbers more so because they've only experienced one weekend. But like most restaurant owners or business owners or hotel owners in Gainesville know, there's going to be more people here and they got to prepare. So the Swamp prepares by creating a game day menu and presenting that to people. What's the biggest takeaway you want people to learn from your story? (laughs) You have to know what you're getting yourself into when you're buying a University of Florida football ticket, when you're booking a hotel room, you have to expect the prices to be higher. You have to plan in advance. Like one of my sources said, he has to take more time out of his day to drive to Upper Crest. It just takes longer. Like I think planning is big and that's what kind of the angle around this story was, was how can I get people to read a story that one, they know is a problem in Gainesville and two, something that they could actually learn from and adjust from it, like from two people that experiencing it for a while. That was WUFT's Francesca Ferracci on how Gainesville residents and businesses deal with the game day. Now let's catch you up on the latest stories from around the state. Nebraska Senator Ben Sass is the sole finalist to become president of the University of Florida, the school said Thursday, and the Republican senator indicated he will take the job. That means he would likely resign in the coming weeks. 
According to the Associated Press, the school said in a statement that its presidential search committee had unanimously recommended SAS as a sole finalist. This decision will have to be voted on by the school board's members of trustees and then confirmed by the Board of Governors. He will visit campus on Monday to meet with students, faculty, and other university community members, the school said. In a statement released by the school, Sass said he is quote-unquote thrilled about the opportunity to work alongside one of the nation's most outstanding faculties. Sass was president of Midland University, a Christian school in eastern Nebraska, before he ran for Senate. The Gainesville City Commission approved a land use ordinance and zoning ordinance for 1,778 acres at the northern border of the city that would allow 20 and 60 units per acre for development that could max out at around 8,000 units. According to the Main Street Daily News' Seth Johnson, the commission split 4-3 on both votes with Commissioners Desmond Duncan Walker, Cynthia Chestnut, and Harvey Ward in dissent on Thursday. The vote occurred on first reading. Meanwhile, the items were returned for a final decision. The property last appeared before the commission in December 2019, prompting a unanimous rejection and two lawsuits by the developer. Gainesville staff said one of the lawsuits will have oral arguments in the spring, while the other goes to a hearing. The commission opposed the development in 2019 based on staff concerns about environmental impacts, a low-density sprawl, and transportation problems. The property contains many wetlands and borders the Deerhaven buffer area as well as the Murphy Wellfield Conservation Easement. State Road 121 also splits the property. Gainesville and eight other U.S. cities have joined a national initiative called One Nation, One Project that uses the arts to improve community well-being. Each city selects an issue for the focus of the project. According to WUFT News' Janelle Puckering, the Gainesville City Commission recognized youth gun violence as its local issue. The commission said it had allocated 2% or $648,172 of American Rescue Plan Act money to fund the project, which will address youth violence through arts and culture interventions. One Nation One project, known as ONOP, will culminate in July 2024, when participating cities will unveil community projects that respond to the prompt, quote-unquote, no place like home. The kickoff for the Gainesville project was held at the annual city services fair at Howard Bishop Middle School on September 24th. After a two-year pandemic-induced hiatus, both the Ocala and Gainesville Pride Festivals are returning. According to WUFT News' Grace Bonahan and Aidan Ahmad, Ocala's Pride Celebration will be held Saturday, October 8th in Ocala's downtown historic square. The event begins at 10 a.m., including drag performances, local bands and artists, food trucks, face painting, and other vendors. All planned entertainment is family-friendly. Ocala Pride has also announced that there will be extra security, including security officers, city police, and park rangers at the year's Pride Festival. The Gainesville Pride Festival will take place at Bo Diddley Plaza in downtown Gainesville on Saturday, October 22nd. The event will feature entertainment highlighting local LGBTQ performers, activities for all ages, and a variety of vendors. Subscribe to The Point Newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox every Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Visit WUFT.org for more information. I'm Elliot Trito, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida.